Brittany. And that's Jonathan. And welcome back to Real Time Talk. We're going to be going over Adventist Home, uh, Chapter 27, A Sacred Circle. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is part of Section 8, which is called The Successful Family. So just like every other episode, we're going to be uh, reading through some sections that stood out to us and discussing them. Yep. And hopefully you'll listen. Hopefully. Okay. So the first one here, the husband and wife should all, that's not what that says. (laughs) The husband and wife should be all to each other. The wife should have no secrets to keep from her husband and let others know. And the husband should have no secrets to keep from his wife to relate to others. Yeah, the only secrets that you should have are like gifts and surprises. Like, hey, I'm surprising you by taking you to a restaurant. Yeah. Like, those are the only kind of surprises that you should have. Or, mm-hmm. or secrets and stuff like that. Um, one thing that... One thing that uh, I guess could be something is if someone shares a secret with you, then, you know, you would like, hey, you like, like, it's kind of hard because like, let's say your brother, let's say, for example, your sibling comes to you. And he's like, yo, you know, I just want to let you know that I'm struggling financially. I don't want you to let anyone else know. And you're like, well, do you want me to ask them like do you want me to tell my significant other or is this just like a sibling thing or like a friend thing um personally i think that if someone would like you to keep a secret from your spouse that you should say no like you know if you're gonna tell someone a secret tell them first can i tell you a secret can you keep this to yourself and you as a married person should say by keep it to myself do you mean between me and my wife or me and my husband and if my spouse is okay to be a part of this then like and not a part of it as in i'm going like they're gonna get involved but just they're gonna know about it um and they say no then like personally i would be like okay then maybe you yeah, shouldn't it's a tell little, me it, it, it's it's a little sus um but it's one of those things it's like it's hard to judge because of my if one of my siblings came to me and said, I don't want anyone to know about this, I, I wouldn't tell anyone. Because I'd be like, hey, listen, you, you're going through stuff? You want to confide in someone? That's fine. I am I am here for you to talk to if you just want to get stuff off your chest. Doesn't mean I have to go and share it uh, with Brittany if they just want to talk about stuff. Like, I'm having problems with this person at work and I just want to tell you about it. Don't tell anyone because this person is in all our lives i'd be like okay but you need to i would advise them to tell people i wouldn't tell people but i would strongly advise them to go tell people so it's like it's one of those things like it depends on your relationship with the person i guess it's circumstantial yeah um but as a general rule you shouldn't you should not be keeping secrets from your significant other from from your partner especially if you're married and usually when the secret is coming from someone else who is also married, they usually understand that... Usually spouses are included in the... If I'm telling you, I'm telling your spouse. Exactly. That's usually, like, understood. Sometimes people who aren't married yet don't really understand that. They assume that if they're talking to the individual, they're talking to the individual. Yeah, individual. But, and I'm like, no. no that, that doesn't work. If you're talking to me, John's probably sitting next to me and I'm telling him everything you're telling me as it's coming in. If you're... if. If you as a single person uh, are talking to your married friends or your friends in couple who are coupled up or shipped together, you know, make sure that you, if you want something to stay between the two of you, 
Even if it's just like I would prefer to tell them myself. Or like you're struggling with something like, hey, you're, you're, you've been my buddy for a while. I'm struggling with this. I just want you to be an accountability buddy or I just want you to, to, to just hear this so that way I can get it off my chest. You're like, cool. But make sure you state that like, hey, I want this to stay just between the two of us. Please don't tell your partner slash significant other until I get a whole, until they X, Y, Z. That way the person can be like, cool, I get it. Or mm, I'm not comfortable with not telling them. I'm bad at keeping secrets. Don't tell me anything. Okay. I, I'm like that. I'm like, don't tell me a secret. John will know immediately. I I am. I have no filter. I have filters when it comes to other people. When it comes to John, there's none. I tell him everything. Um, Even things oh. that she wants to keep a secret from me, she tells me. <laughs> like her trip to Canada's Wonderland. That was hilarious. I want to tell you, but I shouldn't tell you because it's supposed to be a surprise. I'm like, then make up your mind. Tell me or don't tell me. I don't care what you choose. <laughs> I mean, that would have been a horrible surprise. Be like, hey, drive me six hours to this place. Um, and then we're going to sleep in a Walmart parking lot. And in the morning, I'll tell you where we're going. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would have figured it out. Yeah, because you could see the park from the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> exactly. Um, but one thing that did come up in my recent interview um, with Pastor Liz on her story was, um, you know, the nitty gritty details about your past relationships. Is that something that needs to be divulged? Um, personally, I don't think that it needs to be divulged if it is not something that will benefit your partner if it's not relevant if they don't ask then i feel like you really don't have to divulge them for it if they don't ask like you know where did you guys go or like how far did you guys go or like etc et et they don't ask those details then i mean you can divulge them if you want but you're not at you're you're not responsible well not responsible you're not obligated to divulge them if they don't ask. That's up to your own discretion at that point. And and I mean, um, like like let's look at our relationship for a second. Like I was not a virgin when I met you. I'm sure you don't want me to tell you every little detail about my sex life before. Yeah, I met I, I'd you. rather not. And I've heard enough, and <laughs> I'm good. The and the thing is, is that unless it is something that's going to affect our marriage and our sex life, then I don't think that it's necessarily relevant. Yeah, like traumatic experiences and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. Like, and for the other significant other who who may be prying, prying just makes it worse. Just like trying to pry open a package or a door or something like that, you will damage the door and it will never be the same. Honestly, if your spouse is prying, uh, I I don't see why you shouldn't just open up about it. Um, I mean, it, yes. it may not be beneficial to the other person, but I think you should just be honest about it. If that's something they want to know and they end up being hurt by it, that's their own fault. They opened that There's door. There's a difference between asking and prying. Because asking is just, you're like, hey, can you tell me about this? Prying means that force is being applied to open something that does not want to be opened or that okay. is you know you have to apply force so if someone to me if someone's prying it means they've they've gone beyond just asking they're trying to force or coerce the information out of you at that point so if i guess it depends on the situation as well because like if it's something in the sense of like um, you know, let, let's say you're going into a relationship and like you're just dating and l l let's say the the girl 
has said that she slept with other people and the guy is like, like okay like who, like who and she's like oh well you know this one guy he's like well what's his name where do you go to school that's prying okay but my my point here was oh sorry <laughs> my, my point was you know like she slept she's said that she slept with other people and the guy is like oh like um like not necessarily who have you slept with but like anybody i know <laughs> what have you what have you done kind of thing like like what if, or what does it mean to you that you're not a virgin anymore like that kind of thing um and she's not willing to give that information those are things that are important to know in general like make sure that your partner knows not necessarily exactly the amount of people that you slept with if that's not relevant but like you know at least let them know that you have slept with someone and especially if it's someone close to them 100% let them know if it's someone who's who's close to them and they're still in the same circle then that should you should at least let them know that that interaction even if it's not sex like even if it's just like hey i kind of had a fling with like your cousin (laughs) like you know then they understand that family gatherings may be a little awkward yeah or very awkward depending on your relationship with that person in their circle yeah so i guess you could say moral story keep don't keep secrets um unless it's like surprises and gifts like that's one Mm -hmm. of the only exceptions and unless it's like a situational circumstantial thing with someone close to you like a relative the best way i think to work it out for individual couples is before you get married or even now if you're already married ask your spouse what it means to them to lie like what consists a lie for them is white lies a lie to them like Mm. what counts as a a betrayal um you know if it's just like withholding information does that count as lying to them that will give you a lot of information on what you should be telling your spouse and what you shouldn't be because Mm -hmm. for me personally withholding information is lying like i feel just as betrayed from withholding information as giving me the wrong information so you know like And that's something that helps John to understand what he needs to tell me of his own volition without me asking for me to feel uh, respected in our marriage. Mm. Never should either party indulge in a joke at the expense of the other's feelings. Never should either the husband or wife in sport or in any other manner complain of each other to others. For frequently indulging in this foolish and what may seem perfectly harmless joking will end in trial with each other and perhaps estrangement. Yeah. If you're supposed to be a team, then you should act like a team. Don't gang up against them. Let me finish. Okay, okay. And a good team always has positive uh, communication about each Mm -hmm. other. I mean, sometimes you may joke amongst the team and be like, oh man... You know, that that basketball throw from the free throw line was absolute trash, man. But, like, it's like that brotherly-sisterly kind of banter back and forth. That's fine within the unit. It's when it goes outside the unit that becomes a big problem. To, and, and as long as you guys understand your boundaries within the unit, then you can banter back and forth as much as you, as much as you want. I had uh, a... A friend of mine who, when she was with uh, her partner, she said, I didn't marry you for your looks. I married you for your personality. So if I stop teasing you or making fun of you, there's a problem. And so they had that that understanding. 
And so they would banter back and forth all the time. When it goes outside of the relationship and you start like, oh, my wife, oh my goodness, she's like trash at cooking. Like, how you take, oh, it's absolute foul. I was in the bathroom all night last night. Like, that kind of stuff. Because if it ever comes back to your partner, is going to start to weaken that bridge of teamship. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. that, that communication, that trust that you guys have. Because you're like, really? You think that I'm that bad you tell other people like i will like me and Brittany will go back and forth and i will and then like yeah because i won't tell anyone else so but it'll end there and even then sometimes Mm -hmm. like you know we'll banter back and forth in front of people one thing that i would suggest against though is like being like oh you know like john does this and it really bothers me and like in front of people and in front of john and then you know when other people start ganging up against john like don't create an atmosphere where you're divulging something that will make the entire crowd turn against john and like gang up against your spouse yeah okay sorry (laughs) so yeah try to avoid um don't um embarrassing your partner mm -hmm. in a public even like a semi-public place like your like your in-laws place it's not public it's a private dwelling but like don't embarrass them in uh or their own parents house in a group or in their own parents house because like that's that's that and if that does start to happen you need to take your 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 partner's side immediately like whoa whoa, whoa i didn't mean that okay i'm standing with him we're, we're stopping this right now is stand together and and that's one thing like because i know like um I'm sure it's like this for other people too. It's very easy for a parent to be like, oh, um, you know, like like make fun of their own kid and be like, oh, you know, I, I don't know how you deal with him. Like I've had to live with him for this many years and I've never been able to deal with him. Family's not supposed to love each other the way that a spouse loves their spouse. Mm-hmm. So like, and don't... And a nice, easy way to diffuse the situation is like, oh, he's not that bad. Just to... Just to slowly try to diffuse those whenever they come up instead of letting them escalate. Yeah, but but stand with your spouse. Don't let yourself fall into the trap of like, you know, the mom being like, oh, I don't know how you deal with him. Like he, he never picked up his dishes when he was here and then go like, well, he still doesn't anymore. And like get into the, the, the like habit of continuously bashing your husband or your wife's habits with other people to them because it it feels very like you're you're putting yourself up by putting them down and you're a unit so you're putting yourself down at the same time well think about it counterintuitive when you when when you get into a relationship with someone most of the time you see them as the one person you can trust and whenever they uh make fun or tease or just with other people about you, you feel like that trust has been betrayed. Mm-hmm. So. Once keep, trust is broken, it's really hard to get back. Yeah, it can take a very long time to get that trust back. So keep that in mind when you jest with friends and family. Mm-hmm. Next. Okay. The home circle should be regarded as a sacred place, a symbol of heaven, a mirror in which to reflect ourselves. We've talked about this in many chapters. Yeah. I don't think we need to talk about it in this one. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. Essentially, 
long story short, make your home a piece of heaven, like we've said in every other episode. <laughs> yeah, as close to a little slice of heaven as you can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let those composing the family circle pray that God will sanctify their tongues, their ears, their eyes, and every member of their body. When brought into contact with evil, it is not necessary to be overcome of evil. Christ has made it possible for the character to be fragrant with good. I mean, that's something that is important within any family unit. Mm. Unit? Union? Union? (laughs) Unit? Um, Make sure that each and every one of you is in a mindset all the time of... Um, godliness yeah of godliness of putting god first so that when they do encounter evil it's not something that they have to yeah it's not something that they have to go in full-on like full force fight against it'll be a oh hey you're not meant to be here and just like close the door in their face like it'll be just just it'll be a, a slight like push to get it away from them as opposed to this whole entire like lose all your energy like need a 12-hour nap type of fight Mm. um and god has made it possible for us to be like that and as within your home your home should be um a place where that type of energy that godly energy can thrive um and evil doesn't even want to cross through your threshold That's something, actually, just to, like, side note, that's something that you should pray over your home as well, that no one that doesn't love God would come through your, your threshold, and if they do, uh, that they would leave loving God. Yep. Okay. Let fathers and mothers make a solemn promise to God, whom they profess to love and obey, that by his grace they will not disagree between themselves but will in their own life and temper manifest the spirit that they wish their children to cherish. So this is an important one that I'm going to talk, uh, touch on is that when you decide to get into a relationship, especially a serious one as marriage and parents, mm-hmm. before you enter into that covenant or into that relationship, understand that you guys need to discuss what page you guys are on, okay? Especially for parenting. Let's take parenting, for example, because I know we have some parents who listen to us. So when it comes to discipline, uh, upbringing, uh, diet, um, schooling, education, all those things, you guys should be on the same page, all right? It shouldn't be a surprise to you if your spouse wants to do homeschooling or wants to make sure that they're vegan or wants to put them into an, uh, um, a religious institution. Like, you should know this. It shouldn't be a surprise to you. So that way, when you guys confront problems or conflicts, you confront them together as a, well, I'm going to go ask the other one. They have the exact same response. Like, oh... Like, mom said I couldn't have a cookie. Dad's like, nope, you can't have a cookie. And I'm like, man, both of them said no. Yeah. Not like, well, what'd your mom say? She said no. Nah, you can have a cookie. No, it should be a united front to confront the issue. 
no matter what it may be, whether it may be finances as a newly married couple, whether it be uh, what kind of house that you guys want to move from. Let's say you're in an apartment, you want to move to a house, like you guys should be on the same page of what you guys are looking for in a house. Um, so you guys understand what what you want, what they want when it comes to parenting, uh, what kind of um, parenting style you want to use, what kind of things you're going to implement and stuff like that. You guys should always be on the same page mm-hmm. to make sure that you guys always appear unite. You guys can discuss the ever-loving bejeebies out of it before and after, but never during the moment. Yeah, and make sure, like this, this statement said, that you are promi- like that, that you are promising to God that by His grace mm-hmm. that you will not be disagreeing. Because if you let God lead that part of your life, it will become a sense where God is um, leading you both into the same direction. So if mom says no and then your child goes to see dad and they're like, oh, can I have a cookie? Um, Dad will have just like a feeling. No, you cannot have a cookie. I'm pretty sure your mom would have said no to this. And Mm -hmm. you get to know your spouse so much that you know what they would answer. And also, if you don't agree with what they have, like, what, let's say, for example, a kid says, I want to go for a sleepover. And dad's like, no. Mom should be like, well, listen to your dad. And then discuss it with the other spouse later. Never be like, well, I'll go talk to your father. Or I'll go talk to your mother. See if I can smooth it over for you. Never say that to a child. No. Ne- you, you you can approach it, I think, in like a, hey, dad, can I, have, can I go to the sleepover? And be like, let me talk to your mom about it. Don't, yeah, don't that's, without an answer being given. Yeah, that's a different thing. Like if they come and talk to you and you're not sure what the other spouse is going to say, you're like, we will discuss it and we'll give you this, we'll give you our answer later. And they can be like, okay. But if one spouse has already given, like let's say you're coming home from work and one spouse already gave their answer, you back them up and then you guys discuss it afterwards. Yeah. So you always appear united, never divided. Yeah. Okay. So this is the last one. Parents should be careful not to allow the spirit of dissension to creep into the home, for this is one of Satan's agents to make his impression on the character. A house divided against itself shall not stand, Abraham Lincoln. All I'm right. pretty sure Jesus says that too. I'm pretty sure too, but the <laughs> the the most one of the most famous, um, I guess you could say, quotes, people who said something along those lines. Is Abraham Lincoln, okay. who phrased it like that. But yeah, how can Satan cast out Satan? Yeah. A kingdom divided against itself shall not stand. Yeah. So, like we said in the previous uh, portion, always be united. Because once you guys are divided, it's easy for the enemy to pick you apart. Mm-hmm. And when you guys are divided, it's easy for him to slip past you guys, past your primary defense, which is the parents, and target the more vulnerable members of your family absolutely and one thing that i think a lot of people forget is if they are not united as parents as like we make every decision together for the good of our children your children will start to see that divide and eventually take advantage of it (laughs) well yes but in their mind satan will plant seeds in their mind of well if they can't agree with each other then who's to say that what they're what they're teaching me is right? So who's to say that God is real? Who's to say that this and this and this, right? And the devil will will slowly start planting seeds that will make your child um, 
turn away from the things that you want to be teaching them. I, I, and you both are united on that front, but because you're not united on other fronts, um, the devil has had the crack that, that he now has been able to slip in through. Mm-hmm. I'm like, doesn't that seem terrifying to you? Like, I'm like, the last thing I want is for the devil to be creeping into my home. Like, that seems like a horror movie, and I would do absolutely everything I can to avoid that happening. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. All right. So that's everything for today. So that was part one. We will finish this um, chapter in part two next week. So if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can reach out to us at info.lessonsforyou at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Realtime Talk Podcast. Find us on Instagram at Realtime underscore talk. And uh, leave us a review and some feedback if you have any. Cool. Yeah. Stay in school. Deb school. Stay in school.